What is going on, everybody? Twin Talk Yanks back in the building for a special show on a Wednesday night. Usually we're coming at you guys on a Thursday, but with opening day tomorrow, we wanted to get all of this out to you guys. ASAP, big episode for you guys today. We hope you guys had an excellent week. We sure as hell did. Chris, say hello to the people. What's going on, everybody? I am beyond hype, bro. Opening day tomorrow. I'm ready to talk some shit. Ready to watch some baseball. See our Yanks play. Let's do it. Let's hope this weather holds up because there's some wild thunder going on right now. Yeah, but I don't even want to think about that. I'm just <laughs> Our you know, luck, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's 2020 for you. But we have a big episode planned for you guys today. Um, before I had the pleasure to talk with Frank on the phone, I interviewed him for a little bit. So we're going to have that snippet on the towards the end of our episode. Um, which will be after the debut of our weekly segment for Yankees Twitter Softball. We're premiering that, so that's really, really cool to get that going. But let's dig right into it. <clears throat> the last two inter-squad games, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to focus a little bit on David Garcia. What do you see from him? Because I, I didn't see good things. He looked nervous up there, you know, face, facing a major league squad. Even though, you know, no fans in the stands and, you know, ex- uh, exhibition games. Yeah, it's tough. It's still tough. It's a, it's 100% know? tough. He looked like he was overthrowing at times. His velocity was down. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't look good. He, he couldn't find the zone, um, like, at all. Yeah. On, like, 3-0 pitches. Pitches that, you know, were definitely, you know, going to be down the middle. He, he couldn't even throw a strike. Well, I also remember to start the game, he got the first two outs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like he was looking all right, but it's still his velocity was down. He was at like 92 to 94. Yeah. And, you know, this is another young guy, another a really good young talented pitcher that the Yankees have in yep. their system. And we spoke about how this is a great problem, you know, to have. Chris, do you see him in, in our future? Um, I mean, remember last year when you and I were speaking about uh, if he were to get dealt at the deadline, you know, we would be for it. If we were to get a piece that we can yep. actually get. Because there are mm-hmm. a lot of guys, you know. And sometimes you got to flip certain guys to get what you need. Yeah. And he might just be one of those guys. Because, uh, you know, we have the Clark Smith, the Michael Kings, yeah. all these other guys. I don't, I don't really see Davi Garcia fitting in that well. Um, that's why I think... If you're going to get rid of him, you know, trade him, you got to do it now, yeah. right? You can't do it before he has a bunch of time and, you know, because really his, his strikeouts have gone up, but his numbers and as he's gotten higher, you know, in the competitive level, yeah. they've not been really good. Well, also too, look at his trade value. You can argue that his trade value last year before we even seen him pitch a professional pitch in his life was higher than it is now. If yep. we wanted to trade a piece. Yep. You know? Yep, that that would, and who knows? It, it may never go higher. It's yeah, exactly. It's something you to think know. about. I think of kind of like Clint Frazier, um, how his stock was huge, um, for us. But he's another guy. He he's kind of different because his stock will fluctuate. If he has a good year this year, it's gonna it's gonna skyrocket. Yeah, if he gets time. Because I mean, whenever he gets time, he, he plays. Yeah, he's very talented too. Yeah, he plays well whenever he gets time. Um. Do you know who's been going absolutely fucking bonkers? Batter, pitcher? Pitcher. He's absolutely chucking. Oh, Jomo. Oh, my goodness. Our guy, Jomo. Another 
absolutely amazing start. I think he went six innings. He had like 56 pitches, something really, really low. Chris, he hit 96 on the gun. Mm -hmm. uh, mixing in five pitches, hitters didn't know what to swing at, didn't know what to take. They were off balance all over the place. What do you see from him uh, that you liked? Well, you know what I love, Nick? How the second time through the order, third time through the lineup, it looked like he got better. Yeah, he did get better. You know? And that's that's a hard thing to do, especially at the professional level. Mm -hmm. But he looked great, like, as the game proceeded, you know, kept on going on. He just looked more sharp. He was working with pitches. He, uh... His curveball. He's always had it, though. You know, not even but the curveball. It, he's always had that kind of talent, and, and you kind of... It was just a matter of when for Jordan Montgomery. And now you know, he's got, I really do hope this is the year for him. And now, after the surgery, he's got... Three, he added three miles an hour to his fastball. Yeah. That's huge. He's got five really good pitches. All right. Here's a hot take. Go. Ready? And I don't think it's that hot of a take if he keeps pitching the way that we've seen. He's a dark horse Cy Young contender. He can't, I, like, you don't think he can sneak in there like a Blake Snell did? I mean, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. He he just needs the numbers. Yeah, I mean he, you know he'll he'll get the wins. We'll we'll score him runs. Is that that's not that hot of a take? I think so. Um, that's let's talk about. Take, bro. <clears throat> let's go back. Um, let's switch it up and go behind. You know, to the plate now. Aaron Judge, mm -hmm. three homers last two games. Chris, he pulled two of them. Yep. What what does that tell you? He is locked in. Mm. That's what it tells you. Why? Because he's turning on pitches that he should be turning on. Mm -hmm. But also, a lot of those homers that he was hitting to right field, that's him muscling those pitches off. Yes. You know what I mean? Just because he's that big and, and that strong, like a guy like Stan, he has the capability to do that. Mm -hmm. But now that he's actually turning on those pitches, and not just turning, like, you see he's a lot quicker to the baseball. Yes. A lot quicker. He's a lot quicker, and... I think that has a lot to do with, I oh man, knock on wood. I hope I don't jinx it. He looks healthy. Yeah, like he looks really healthy. And so does Stanton too. Now that he's probably going to be DHing at all times now. Well, let's that's a perfect segue right into Stanton too because you know we can coincide these guys. First of all, he had an absolute tanker. Yeah, fucking chasing, fucking chasing trees, <laughs> seventy-eight miles an hour here. Take this. Seventy-eight. Oh, you can leave. The best, on. the best was Michael K when he was like, oh, well, Stan hasn't joined the party, and now he, he has. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen. And it just goes back to what we continue to talk about. You're, you're going to get the one for four, two for two for five days. Yeah. But he's going to do stuff like that. Yeah, Stan's going to give you what he gives you and fucking take it or leave it. Don't fucking hate on him. He's an MVP caliber player when he is hot. You saw mm -hmm. it in Miami. Like, oh, yeah. Come on. Dude's a fucking stud all around. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the, uh, the number three of the three-headed monster, Gary Sanchez. All these guys are heating up, and we keep mm -hmm. saying that, that it's great. Pitchers need to watch the fuck out. Yeah. Bomb squad. It's coming um, at you. Let's talk real quick. Gary Sanchez, who didn't have any hits that game, but I'm sitting there and I'm watching. We're talking about... You know, his A-B, he's a perfect example of how an excellent at-bat, it, it doesn't always result in a base hit. Mm -hmm. 
Um, this is what I saw. 95, first pitch, he was on it. Fouled it off. Curveball, he, he went in, um, front door curveball, you know, over the inside corner. He was on it. Fouled it back, too. Two amazing takes on two sliders away. That's then good. he was on two more fastballs, and you know he, uh, I think he popped, he popped it up. He just missed it. It's the beauty of the game, bro. It happens. But those are progressive abs that you exactly. want to see. Mm-hmm. Productive at bats. Even if you get out, like you're still having a productive at bat. You're seeing yep. pitches. You're other, you're you're seeing other pitches that you're gonna go in the dugout and tell other guys. All right, guys, watch, watch. You know. Yeah, like I guarantee when he got back to the dugout, Booney was like, "Hey, good, good shit there." Excellent, excellent, excellent. Maybe that it it was it was really awesome to see because this is this is telling you, look, Sanchez can go deep every now and then, but he can still be off. Yeah. Right. But if you're starting to see these things where he's taking the pitches he's not supposed to swing at, and he's on everything, and he looks aggressive doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 uh sixty dollar bet we put in is gonna be really really nice. <laughs> Hopefully. No, he's going to go off. I mean, I think so, too. Especially because it's August, and August Gary doesn't fuck around. Judge is having really good at-bats, but, you know, Judge always has really good at-bats. He gets, he's 3-2 almost every single at-bat. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see that with Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez goes up there, he wants to fucking go, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's talk about the pitching plan, because we got news yesterday that Montgomery is sent down. Um, No Clark Schmidt. What, what's the deal? You know, people are saying, what the hell, Monty's supposed to be up. You know, he's supposed to be on the 30-man roster. Chris, this is okay, right? This is this is normal stuff. I mean, the only reason why it's, I would say it's not normal is because of, like, the 60-game season and there's well, no minor league. So if you get sent down, like, can they just bring you back up? Yes. Isn't it like a taxi squad? Yes. So Yes, exactly. So he's just getting rotated in. So here, here's my plan. Because Booney said, Booney said, get, yo, it is raining cats and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, Booney said, opener game three. You don't need to call him up until after that. Because he's going to get to start game four. I mean, game five. I'm sorry. Hap's going yeah. to go to fourth game. Um. So now you could use anyone you want in that third opener game just in case you need to use extra guys. Mm. And then you call up Monty the next day. Um, so it's fine, right? This is just normal stuff. We, we kind of see it all the time, especially yeah. when they're bringing up a, 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 um, you know, somebody who's rehabbing. Um, but no Clark Schmidt on the 30-man roster. That, that surprised me a little bit more than no Monty. Yeah. That surprised me too. Because, I mean, look, we're going to see him. I give it three weeks until we see him. You know, if anybody oh, yeah. goes down, too, he'll be the first guy up. But it was a little bit weird for me not to, you know. I was like, oh, he's a, he's a, he's easy. Easily going to make the roster. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. So, Chris, opening day is Tomorrow. I am so tomorrow because we are recording pumped, Wednesday, bro. Yo, are you gonna wear Yankee stuff to work? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I have a, I have the Sanchez jersey out. I'm gonna wear the the new the Twin Talk Yanks hat. You're Thank wearing you. the Sanchez jersey to work? Yeah, I'm not gonna wear it while I'm working. I'm just gonna wear oh. it to work. No, I'm gonna wear it like a Yankee shirt. Oh yeah, that that for sure. Um, and then of course it's the usual routine. Every store I go to, everywhere I go, wherever I say, you know, thank you. It's always thanks. Let's go Yanks. <laughs> always. You know, whenever I like pay a toll, I'm like, thank you. Let's go Yanks. We're like, yeah. Cashier, let's go Yanks. You like pay for your. You like pay for your pizza. Here you go. Yep. Go Yanks. Yep. Let's go Yanks. Um, but opening day, we don't know if DJ's gonna be ready or not. Um, I ho- I sure hope he is. If there's anybody He's that's gonna off be tomorrow. ready. Yeah, he's literally off. <laughs> Yo, his first. Let's talk a little bit, DJ. His first, you know, his first AB. He gets up there, swings first pitch. <laughs> yeah, he lines it right back to the pitcher. He not pitcher, knock it down. <laughs> like, of course he would. He just come in there ready to rake. Love it. He's gonna be leading off tomorrow for sure. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I I think so too. So what what's your lineup? Oh. LeMahieu playing second. Mm-hmm. Don't forget uh, Glaber this time. Last time you forgot Glaber. <laughs> LeMahieu, uh, Judge and right. Okay. Glaber batting third, playing short. Uh-huh. Fourth is Stanton, DHing. Uh-huh. Okay. Fifth is Gary behind the dish. Mm-hmm. Sixth is Hicks mm. in center. Okay. Seventh is... Void at first. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Seventh is Mike Ford at first. Place. Damn it. You took... Damn it. We're such twins. I think he's getting the nod. For some reason, I think with the lefty bat, especially off Scherzer, and I know. he just looks hot, and he's a fucking Ford tough beast, he may get the nod. Uh, so, yeah. I feel like, and should, eight I feel like is Boone Geo. should do that. Yeah. Okay. Eight is Geo on third, and ninth is Guardian left. God, I, 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 I would have the same exact lineup, except I would switch... I don't know who I would switch, but I kind of want Hicks a little higher up. Where, like, in... The... I don't like him batting fourth, but I do like him spreading out the righties. That's why I have him batting, what is it, sixth? Yeah, because he's a, he's the only guy that we can do that now, because there's no DD. Well, it and... also depends. If you have Mike Ford playing first yeah. base, that's also a left-handed bat. Yes, exactly. So you could do a lot with the lineup right there. Yo. Crazy thunder. Woo! <laughs> Yo. You know what I mean? But obviously, you're not going to be batting Mike Ford fucking third in your lineup. But you're, he's definitely going to be sitting like six, seven, eight spot. Yeah. So that's already a left-handed bat. Yeah, and it, you know, that interesting to me too because I, I kind of would give Ford the nod. Even though Luke Voigt's been swinging it right now. but They both have. I don't know. I, I kind of would give Ford the nod uh, opening night, especially it's, against Scherzer. I mean, like we always say, it's a good problem to have with both of them going off. I feel I mean, like... but also, too, like Luke Voigt, he also hits righties well. Yeah, but I don't know. I've never been really high on Luke Voigt, like, ever. And, I, like, I just don't feel like he's our first baseman, you know? Like, he's just, like, I don't feel like, you know, he's a great asset to have. But I feel like Mike Ford's our first baseman. You know uh, yeah, I like that. And also, too, uh, Ford's better defensively. He is better defensively, and he's only getting better defensively. And I'm not knocking Luke Voigt. Like, oh, not at all. He's good. He's nice, but I don't know. I think that both of them. I think it's a good problem to have. Point blank. If we if we had like two 
left if we had like two outfielders or if we had like two other lefties in our lineup and Luke Voigt, I'd be we wouldn't even be having this discussion. I'd be like Luke Voigt our starting first baseman no matter what. But we have too many righties and he unfortunately is that guy that is, you know, he he draws the short the short straw for them. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. when you you have a guy like Ford behind him. I think that you could pick either name out of a hat and put mm. that guy in the lineup. That's my opinion. So let's go through some keys to success for both Mr. Cole, who is starting his first start donning the Yankee uniform, and for the Yankees ourselves. I have here for for Garrett Cole, Chris, he's got to work quick. He's got to work quick. He knows this lineup, right, for the most part, Um, minus Anthony Rendon. Oh, I got one. You want to hear mine? Go. I don't think we need to tell Garrett Cole fucking anything to be <laughs> successful tomorrow. How about that? That that isn't a bad one. You know that's not. I a think bad that one. he just has to go out there and do, and and he has to do what he does and dominate. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I mean, if I were a little like a fly on on his like locker room tomorrow, I would tell him, "Don't let Juan Soto be." You know what I'm saying? You think Don't he's try and shuffle s- tomorrow. Yo, if he does that, I'd put one right behind his mm. back. Mm. But um, don't try and sneak a fastball by Soto. Uh, you know, challenge him, but be be cautious. Yeah. Don't let him beat you. That that's what I would tell Garrett Cole. Other than that, let it rip, big dog. Um, keys to success for our Yankees. Here's a huge one. Get ahead early. Get Mr. Cole uh, those early runs. Give him one run in the first, another run in the third, two runs in the third or whatever. Give him early runs. Yup. Yup. Did yeah, you I'm hear that? that bro. Did you wow. hear that? Something's going on over here in Queens. Yo, but Nick, also, you got to remember that we're not facing fucking someone on Baltimore. Like, we're facing Max Scherzer. So you're saying to get early runs and stuff, but, like, I mean, we're facing a tough guy. No, no. Yes. We need yes. at least two runs. That's it. But, we need two yes. runs. And that's feasible. We, we could do it. Or, you know, that we're the Yankees are so good with extending at-bats and making pitchers pitch. Um, and if they make Scherzer do that, they're they're at an advantage. Yeah. And if they get to the Nats pen, that's also an advantage. So if they can get an early run, hold the lead, and just work counts, get guys on, do what they do, do what they do. You could you could be looking at a, you know, the other day they had what's his name on the Mets, forty eight pitchers through one and two thirds. You know, so if you if if we make him throw. Uh, I think we'll be just fine. Yep, I agree. We also have to play excellent defense. Uh, that goes without saying. Um, but, you know, just first game out, make the plays, stay down. I feel make the plays, hit your cuts. Look at me, I, I sound like I'm coaching the New York Yankees. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking guy. But, yeah, that's that's opening day is going to be, um, it's always, it's like it's like waking up on Christmas. Seriously. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
But now segueing into our new and will be improved every single week, weekly, uh, segment for Yankees Twitter softball. Here comes the, here comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like Chris, you had a lot of fun on Sunday because it was hot as hell. It was hot as fuck, but as always, great ass time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun as always. We bought the huge gazebo. Um, I think I finished like 16 waters or something like that. Um, but it was a, a hot, yeah, but always really very, very fun. Uh, we split against the Royals. Um, we split 1-1. <clears throat> We always kind of start off slow the first game, right? Yeah. Like, everybody gets there and it's like, okay, you know. And then we, we pick it up towards the, the final innings of the first game and then we take off. And then right, take off right in the second game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's exactly what happened. Again, we split um, one-to-one. I have some notable performances here. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of people to mention here because let's start with the defense. The Excellent. outfield D. Yes, excellent defense all game. Alex, myself, uh, Vinny, and Frank in the outfield. Frank had two outfield assists. Um, Vinny made two excellent grabs on balls that were surely, you know, they were going over his head. Um, and they were running on base for runners on base for both of them. Yeah, Alex snagged like two or three out of the air. Yep, I was just he made a say, really good play on one of them. Yep, I was just I have here Alex. He made key stops in left field, in both left field and. Right field, in right yeah. field. Yep. Uh, he plays both really well, has an accurate arm, and can swing it. Um, Albert, too. Albert, first game especially, uh, made three huge stops um, playing second base. Mm-hmm. Saved a couple runs <clears> doing <throat> so. Um, one of them was glove side. The other one was in the gap, and it, it the kick crushed it. Um, and and uh, Albert short hopped it and got, got the out at second. Those are huge Huge. The defense was huge all day. I don't think we maybe you know you get your occasional um, errors every now and then. Chris, I have here eleven putouts from the scorecard for you, Chris. Oh. For you, me, eleven putouts. That's shortstop. Wow, <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. Like especially if you're playing short, the left side of the infield or even anywhere in the infield, like a lot of balls are being hit to you. Yeah, eleven um, putouts. That's wild. Yeah, I, I was looking at the the scorecard before. I'm gonna go into some offense too. But, yeah, Chris, 11 putouts, that was huge. It's just, it's like automatic vacuum. <laughs> hey, defense but, wins games, man. Listen, also, the, the, the infield, too, Mike at third base. Um, Mr. Mike, Mr. Enthusiasm himself, uh, was just a brick at third. Um, made, I think it was bases loaded, one out in the first inning. He made a really, really good play coming in on the ball. Um, and he can also swing it. Uh, as well, yeah. that infield that we had on Sunday was very good. Uh, very good. The outfield was very, very good too. Bombers are a scary looking team. Yeah, we we're starting to come together and gel a lot more now yep. too. You know, because we've been playing a lot more together. Let's talk about some offense. Um, me, uh, Nick, I went five for seven, two doubles. I had three ribbies. Frank, Frank the Tank, who. You'll hear the snippet right after this segment of us of uh, me interviewing him. Four for six with a home run, a double, four ribbies. Mm. Kid had a day mm. on the field, at the plate. Kid was running all over the place. It was awesome to see that. 
and Jarrett. Kid went off four for six, three ding absolute and nuka Roonies. Yeah, those were moonshots. A double and check this out, eight ribbies. <laughs> the best was his bat flip after his home run. <laughs> so he absolutely fucking tossed his bat. Oh, yo, that thunder is crazy. So Mr. Jarrett, um, uh, I believe, you know, unanimously, you uh, you get MVP honors for Yankees Twitter softball this week. Eight RBIs, three homers. That's tough to come by. Oh yeah, and and so in softball uh, or with baseball. Um, but yeah, we'll be there uh, this Sunday, every single Sunday, Pelham Bay Park. Come check it out. If anybody wants to get involved, make sure you hit up Frank Negron. You can find him on his social media um, in the interview, which will be in a couple moments. But let's segue right into that interview with Frank. So I hope you guys enjoy that, and we will be right back with you guys. Well, what's going on, everybody? The time has finally come. We are officially making history with our first guest on the podcast, and who better than our new good friend, Mr. Frank Negron. Frank, say hello to the people. How's it going, everyone? Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank, we have a lot to talk about. Um, a main, you know, A main reason why we wanted to have you on, and a big reason why you are definitely a good first candidate to be on, is you know, this whole Yankees Twitter softball thing. So let's get right into it. Um, explain to me how this whole softball, you know, community got started. Um, it basically started with Yankees Twitter. Um, I got to give a shout out to Javi um, for helping me put this together. Um, it basically started where they were giving away Yankee tickets for a game last season. And uh, I won whatever raffle they did. Hmm. Uh, I met Javi at the stadium. Thought he was a cool guy. Um, spoke to him a little bit after the game and just randomly came up with the idea, hey, I think we can get, do you think we get people for, enough people for softball? And he thought it was a great idea. And then one thing led to another. And we came up with a draft. We came up with team names. We came up mm -hmm. with coaches. Yep. Um, and it just kind of took off. And then the fan base. Yankee Twitter loved the idea, and we just kind of went from there. Yeah, that's that's awesome because I remember, you know, Chris and I before we were involved, we'd see it everywhere, and we and we'd be like, "Wow, we this is something we definitely want to to get involved with." And we, you know, we reached out to you know people, and everyone said, "Hey, you got to talk to these two guys, Javi and Frank." So eventually, we had contacted you. You got us into the draft, and you drafted us, and you know, it's it's taken off ever since. But what? That, that was probably one of my best moves to draft both of you together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that. And the, man, I wish we wish Chris could be here right now, but he's getting home from work, so we're just dealing with Nick. But hey, you know, fifty percent. But um, yeah, you drafted us, and and that was awesome. I, I mean, I think it was like ninth overall, and you know, the first game we had went to immediately it felt like we've known everybody forever. And that's what I want to really emphasize is, is that it's, a, it's an awesome community where everybody is kind of like exactly the same. We all love the Yankees. We all hate the Astros. We like playing softball. You know what I'm saying? So that, talk a little bit about that, how, how, you, you know, how much you enjoy going there and, and really putting this together every Sunday. Um, it, it's all about the team. The team makes it a lot easier to put together um, as you see, as you know, our guys are great. Um, the, the guys and girls that we put together on the Bombers 
we've formed great bonds. Um, a lot of them haven't played yet because of the pandemic and, you know, everything that's going on, but we're still engaged with each other, which is kind of the thing I love the most is that everybody's still engaged. Um, we, it feels like we've known each other for years. I and agree. Like you mentioned, we all love the same stuff. We all love playing softball. We love the Yankees. We hate the Astros. We hate the Red Sox. <laughs> but that's a great foundation to work off of. And, uh, you know, once we're out there, it's like, you know, we're brothers. We're brothers yep. and sisters out there. And somebody messes up, you know, you see it for yourself. I don't mind getting, you know, trashed on by the team. Mm-hmm. I don't mind giving it to somebody else if somebody messes up. Or, mm-hmm. you know, even if somebody messes up, like, we have fun with it. Like, yep. that's all... all we want to do is, is have fun. And, that, and that's and, important too. That's important that, you know, we emphasize on that because that that's a, one of the best parts about it is that it's not, you know, it's competitive. Obviously everybody, you know, we don't drive all the way out there to lose. Obviously everybody wants to win and, and that, and that's bring fun to it, you know, in itself. But, you know, just the fact that it's, it's relaxing and you don't have to worry about you know, being the best person out there, you could just go out there and have fun. Nobody's worrying about anything. We're just all there to play, and um, you know, ultimately just to have fun. And that's the best it, part. It's been, like I said, uh, we played a couple games before the pandemic hit, back in like mid February, mm-hmm. early March. We played up until I think everything got shut down mid March, and then we started back up at the end of May, and mm-hmm. we've been going for about two months solid now. Yeah. And it's been a great time every week. So I really, like, I have nothing to complain about. Um, the guys, like I said, on the team are absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have great guys like you. I have uh, Chris yeah. on the pitches. I have Albert as captain. Mm-hmm. We got Gina doing the, the coaching. Like, we got a great group of people on the team, and it just makes everything so much easier. And just every week, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It, 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 I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Where where do you see it, it in three years from now? Where do you see Yankees Twitter softball being at? Well, ideally, this year we wanted to kind of make it kind of a league kind of thing mm-hmm. where we had enough to make four teams, and obviously that got killed by the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, three years, I would hope that we're still running strong, and we have set teams where we have about maybe five or six teams where – you know, we could just hit each other up and say, hey, let's get a schedule going. Let's play this weekend. Let's play here. Let's play here. Um, but we kind of want to make it a legit thing, like, you know, umpires, bat keeping. Yeah. You know, let's record our games so we can do breakdowns. And, yep. you know, let's and hope we get there three years from now. A lot can happen. As you can see in the past year, a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It can't be a definite answer, but I would like it to be a legit league. In about three years. Well, listen, let me, I'll tell you what, um, you know, and I can speak for Chris and myself too. We've, we've been a part of many softball leagues. I've never been a part of a league as, you know, as organized. Um, I'll tell you, you know, it, it definitely shows that you want to do it. Um, and if you continue with just the way you're going, um, it's going to be a powerhouse uh, in three years from now. And the best part is, is that it's such a huge community. Um, it's a huge community, and you don't have to worry about people not making it every week because there's a rotating, you know, you have your people that go every single week, but then there's a rotating, you know, platoon of 50 to 60 people, and that's just going to keep on growing and growing and growing. Um, so I'll tell you what, I, I, 
I think in three years from now, it's going to be huge. And hopefully, you know, we continue to be a part of it. I would love for you guys to be a part of it as long as it's going. Um, like I said, you guys make it a lot easier to, to plan because you guys are there. You guys know what it's about. Um, definitely with the podcast, um, promoting it, that'll mm-hmm. help us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you guys become big stars because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like I said, the main thing is just we want to have fun and we want to <laughs> get all of the Yankee community together. Um, it's just not for on our team they could be random people from Yankee Twitter um, that can come and join yep. every Sunday we play like all they have to do is send me a, a DM and yep. I'll, I'll put them in as best as I can like we just want to play if we can play all day this you know, literally all day like you guys play all day like I'll stay there for like I'll be there for like five hours, and what, last week you were like, "Yo, I'm ready to go. Like, let's get let's get another lineup going." I was like, "Holy!" Yeah, I was ready. You know, I'm re- I'll play a night game. I've I've done it where I played from like ten in the morning to about eight at night. As long as people want to play, like, I'm there. Oh man, yeah, and and that's awesome. Let's let's talk about you playing, and let let's move on because we talked about some serious things and some awesome things. But let's get into into some more Yankee related stuff and softball-related stuff, because you had a big day Sunday. You had a big day Sunday. We split uh, 1-1, and we'll get into that with the, the new weekly segment that will be dropping along with this episode. Um, but you went four for six, a homer, a double, four ribbies. Uh, and this, you know, this comes from weeks of your bat heating up. So how, how do you feel at the plate, Frank? And you, listen, defensively, too, some spect- what do you had, an outfield assist? Two outfield assists. Uh, two, out, two, out, two outfield assists. Some nasty grabs out there. Um, you played excellent Sunday. How are you feeling on Sunday? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was feeling pretty good. Like I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's... Uh, just, I've gotten used to the schedule of Sunday. Yeah. But when you guys are there, like I'm ready to go. Yeah. As being the, the manager of the team, I can't mess up. Yeah, no. You 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 were the leadoff guy. You said... Yeah, you were the leadoff guy. You set you set the deal. Like you set the tone at the top, and that's exactly what you did the entire day. I try to do it. Like I try to, you know, be my best because, like I said, I'm the one that's supposed to set the example. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to set the tone for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I get on base. I want you to drive me in. Yeah. So if I'm doing bad on the field, I'll take myself out. I've done mm-hmm. that before. Yep. Um, it's just I had a lot of fun on Sunday. Yeah. And listen, that's gonna it's gonna boil over. Momentum is key. This Sunday, uh, you're gonna go off again, and I can feel it. Let's get into some Yankee questions, and I'm gonna try and let's try and um not really be like uh not you know what? Let's just do it regular. Tell me when and how you became a Yankee fan. Uh, my uncle actually got me into sports when I was younger, maybe about six or seven. Uh, wow. I got me into football, baseball, basketball. Um, and at the time, I actually was living in Queens, so he got me into being a Mets fan at first. Wow. Um, that, quickly, that quickly changed. <laughs> um, maybe about a year or two later, I moved to Bronx, and, you know, obviously, people in the Bronx are Yankees fans, or yep. most of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned about the history, about the culture of the Yankees, um, seeing a lot of old-timers. They, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this, this is cool. Like, this is different. Yeah. And, you know, the kids' stories. You know, you grow up, you hear stories of the old-time players and what they did back in the day when they won all these championships. Yep, winning culture. 
Yeah, it's, you know, the facial hair policy, the, mm. the uniforms are more important than the names on the back, things like that. Like, man, they're, they're different from everybody else. Yeah. So that kind of, like, leads you to, hey, I want to root for this. Like, this is awesome. And then just coincided with them winning, and it coincided with Derek Jeter mm. um, debuting at shortstop. So I, I witnessed the entire dynasty. Wow. Um, from about 95, 96 on. So it made it easy to be a fan, but, yep. you know, it, it, it's part of life now. Like, I, I'm i going crazy without them now, but thank God they're coming back. Oh, my God. Thank God. Uh, thank God they're coming back. Who's your favorite Yankee of all time? Uh, definitely Derek Jeter. Oh, I mean, there's, How there's not be any for the answer. Yeah. If you want to say Mariano, I mm. would give you, you know, some leeway on that, but it's got to be Derek. Mariano's your close second. changed when he came in. Yeah, in I couldn't agree more. He he epitomized professionalism um, on and off the field. Who who's your least favorite Yankee? Oof. Currently or all time? You can give me. You can give us both. You can give us both. <laughs> uh, currently, and I think you guys know this from our Bombers group chat is uh, this is not going to be a popular answer <laughs> with a lot of people, but Giancarlo uh, fan is not my number one. Least favorite I know, I know, and don't worry, don't worry, Frank. We're gonna, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna have a long conversation about that on Sunday. And you know, it's more me like kind of getting on the guy because you know he's a hired gun. Yeah, 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 a lot of money. We want, we, we expect you know a 300 average, 55 home runs, 120 RBIs, and sometimes it's unrealistic um, to expect mm. from mm. us as the fans. But hey, like we kind of didn't need him. But we added him, and, you know, I just want him to contribute. I just want him to play. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's healthy, he's a beast. When he's healthy, he's going to go off. Right. Right, and that's all I want. And, you know, until we see that, like, I got to be a little critical of him. Um, I, I like that. I to do well, but if he keeps chasing that low and away slider, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What What is um your favorite all-time Yankee moment? And it cannot be... um. Derek Jeter's three thousands hit or his um his walk off hit to end his career. Because so I, I know that was gonna be one of them. I was gonna say the walk off hit. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of a toss up between um two thousand three ALCS game seven. Oh yeah. Comeback and Boone's home run. Oh yeah. Uh that like I'm getting goosebumps now thinking oh about Oh my god, where me, it was me too. Night. Crazy. Uh, and then 2001, the, the comeback in game, I believe, four and five, down in the bottom of the ninth inning, the two out, two strike home runs to tie the game, and then the walk off later mm-hmm. on. Like, during that time, like, that was just so surreal. Like, you couldn't have written that any better. Like, it was like straight out of a movie. Yep. Um, unfortunately, they didn't finish the job that year and win the World Series. And that led to probably the most heartbreaking mm. moment in my Yankee life, <laughs> my Yankee fan uh, career. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, those moments were absolutely amazing. Yeah, considering what we were going through at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, let's talk about our Yankees this year, and then, and then I'll let you go because I don't I don't want to keep you forever. Even though we could talk about this literally all day. Um, <laughs> um, what do you expect from our guys this year? Who do you who do you see being 
you know, the guy that will carry us both on the mound and um, at the plate. And do you see us going all the way this year? And if so, a lot of questions coming at you. If so, um, is does this World Series count? One, this this World Series definitely counts. It has to count. Yes, agree. It has to count. Um, I get it's a little bit different, and just that's how life is right now. Like things are different, and we just gotta accept it mm-hmm. like, and move on. Like, yep. um, as far as pitching, I see Cole going maybe ten and one, a two point five ERA. Mm. I think he's gonna set the tone for the rest of the rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanaka, I feel, is like going to have a bounce-back year. And he's usually, like, iffy. He has his moments where he's down, and, and he has his stretches where he's untouchable. Yeah, I literally. Think it's a game season. I can see him, you know, going 10-3, and three, mm. you know, 9-2. and two. Mm. Um, If those two guys are on, everything else will fail. Mm-hmm. As far as hitting, if Judge can be healthy, yep. you've seen what he's done so far, like, he's heating up. He's heating up, and if he if he starts a season like that, good luck catching him. MVP for sure. Like he could easily drop twenty five to thirty bombs. Yep, we have five guys. We have five guys in our lineup that can do that. Um, and the other guys that I feel like not enough people give him credit. They do, but he's a lot more important than you think, and I think he's probably the most important guy on the team. Mm. Is Labor Torres. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see at least one MVP in his future. Mm. The guy will bat 300 mm. in, a, in a full season. The dude can hit 35, 40 home runs. Mm. He can drive in 100 RBIs. He can play second. He can play short. If you need him to go to third, he can play third. Um, mm. You can't believe that, that guy's bad in the lineup, and he's just getting better. And that 23, mm-hmm. like, it's scary. Like, he, he's only going to get better. Yeah, that's a scary part. <laughs> But I think that's, that's, he's probably more important than Judge. Judge is good for right now. And, you know, the next yep. year, years, Torres is, Torres is the guy. We have to totally, we, we agree with that. And we've been saying the same thing forever is, you know, to, um, Glaber's going to get a bigger contract, too. I mean, let's face it. He's younger. He, he's shown more, a little more production, really. Um, so he's going to be the guy that is, he'll be on the Yankees longer than Aaron Judge is. You know what oh, I'm saying? But, and the, the scary thing about him is the Yankees didn't predict mm. that they were going to get this kind of power from him so early. Exactly. Exactly. And we got him for free. <laughs> and basically, like, that's got to be one of the, the greatest trades ever. Oh. Cash, like, Brian Cashman. Cashman. Cashman the God. Cashman got Frank. Let me tell you, it has been awesome. Uh, having you on, talking some shit, talking some baseball, talking creation of Yankees Twitter softball. Tell the people where they can find you, Frank. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at CoolGuy924. You can find me on Instagram at FNegron24. And you can also follow the Bombers softball page mm. at bombers.softball on IG. Um, and you can also find... He highlights from every week on Yankee Twitter or also on Yankee Twitter. Was it Yankee Twitter softball? Mm-hmm. On that case, like YT softball. That is right. That is correct. Make sure you guys give him a follow. Give him a shout out. This guy's been doing it all uh, for the last year or so uh, for Yankees Twitter. Frank, it's been awesome. Try, man. It's a good time. Thanks, yeah, man. It's been awesome having you on. Um, 
till next time. I mean, we'll see each other this Sunday, but we'll definitely link up and, and we'll get together for, you know, another episode because this was awesome. Absolutely. I'm, I'm here whenever you need me. Thanks for having me on. Frank, always, brother. Appreciate you, man. All right. Take care. Mr. Frank was a lot of fun to talk to Chris. We, you know, I wish you were there to do it with us, but unfortunately you weren't because you were on your way home from work, which sucks, and I took off today, so. Yeah, Frank's all around a great guy, and, you know, props to him for setting this all up, and I got nothing but, but the utmost respect for him. Agreed. Agreed. It's awesome uh, what he's been able to do. Can't wait to have him back on again. Um, but before we skedaddle for the week... Uh, if you guys want a Twin Talk Yank sticker, make sure you leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, everyone who has done it, we sent them out. People have actually received them and tagged us in photos. So that was really, really cool. We're glad that you guys uh, enjoy the stickers and, you know, whatever you, you put the stickers on. And we'll be sure to send more <clears throat> your way. Make sure to also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Twin Talk Yanks on both. At an Alvi09. For me, Chris, where can they find you? At uh, C.Alvarez45, baby. And um, yeah, that's it for the week. Big, big day, opening night tomorrow. Chris, what do you got to say to the people? As always, thank you. And remember, opening day is tomorrow. We've been waiting for this for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's go. And as always, let's fucking go, Yankees. Look, I use success as a weapon and done a lot of killing. I'm stacking body on body. I call it bodybuilding. Brought somebody with me that's cold-blooded. Body chilling. Top five killer. I'm about to learn how to body different. Real. I'm a problem that they sure won't test. Take one down. Guarantee nobody won't go next. They see me and I'm the person that they won't forget. Just think Trump. I got some buttons that they won't go press i'm on a killer spree off of the beef i'm mickey d's like tell whoever's over the counter i need the cheese like walking with a shoulder that's colder to make them freeze all i smell is the scent of fear seeping through the febreze Ooh. i just win because hating is a sin uh. and not watching me is probably where you should begin gotta be your own man don't be anybody twin nah. and i'll put your lights out just so mine are never dim i can see it in their eyes almost everywhere i go because i've been on the high but they want me feeling low want to see me feeling stressed but i'm way too blessed i just Kill them with success, let the bodies hit the flow, let the bodies hit the 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 bottom of the ocean with a brick tied to it. Don't even approach them, let the kiss guy do it. Coke is off white with the zip tied through it. Where they left him all bloody, they thought he was pyroing. I was killing shit before I signed my first contract. For the ink dried, I was already in combat. Camp Crystal Lake, I was already beyond that. Shoot you in your face, turn around, give the nine. Back. Who I gave it to, where they go, never mind that Do some homework, get them later, I can line that For bread, you can get his address, I can find that Catch him on the block, put his head where the sign at I was just trying to see where his mind at Now when I come in the spot, they move the line back Money right, I just do it for the thrill And the fact that I still love the kill. I can see it in their eyes almost everywhere I go Cause I've been on the high, but they want me feeling low Wanna see me feeling stressed, but I'm way too blessed I just kill them with success Let the bodies hit the flow Let the bodies hit the Let the bodies hit the Let the bodies hit the Kill him, kill him, kill him. Let the bodies hit the, let the bodies hit the, let the bodies hit the.